Hello and welcome to All The Overs. Uh, this is the final episode of the season, but the first episode as double champions. So, welcome. Hello, uh, I'm Terry. Uh, it's Owen here. And Cheese. It's hard to know what to say at this point. I'm so, oh, well, just really excited, but also a little bit sad that it's all over. It is sad that the season's ending, but what what a couple of weeks that we've just gone through. Yeah, I mean, what a season in general, really. Ignoring the one-day cup. But it's just been a fantastic, fantastic season. And, yeah, I just think it's great that we've... I feel, I feel more proud of the team this year than I did in 2017. I think there's just been a, it's been a stronger... A more determined performance. The wickets haven't been as good this year across the, across the board. You know, except for like all the low scores. Mm. Yeah, this is, we've had to really battle for it, and it's paid off, isn't it? Certainly has. I mean, only having been a fan for a few years, I mean, this is super exciting for me. I was very excited in two thousand seventeen, but now I just feel like this is really my team. Yeah, and I, I've, I've been walking around with a constant grin on my face, just feeling super, like, supremely proud of what they've achieved. Yeah, I walk around a message jacket a lot, but it's one of those winter I've jackets, so same. I've been sweating. <laughs> but I thought it's the only thing I've got to like show your, show your pride. Yeah, it's definitely been hard fought, and it's had a lot of ups and downs. But I think the effort has really deserved the like reward. Yeah, especially yeah. after after Warwickshire, when we dropped points in the table, some such ever took just that. Be so easy, wouldn't it? You wouldn't blame anybody for going. Oh no, we've blown it. Like doing a Steven Gerrard. Well, we did do that though. No, no, we're a bit. Yeah, we did, and we as and then a lot of people, a lot of people did. Well, not not like a, like a sort of a criticizing horrible way, but then like, oh, that's a shame because it was it was acknowledging that Somerset are a great team, and it, it's. I don't think you would be in disgrace by losing to Somerset. It wouldn't be a, like we have a divine right to. Yeah. to win it I don't think anyone yeah. thought but I think just for the players just to go no we're going to come back and fight hard fight right? hard against Surrey a, a team of a very I know they had, they've, their league table shows them way down because they've had England call-ups they've had injuries over the season but the team that came to Chelmsford was pretty decent uh, and then to put a great performance against them yeah Carl Abbott doing some massive favour Carl Abbott winning Essex player of the yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right I think there's been quite a few moments throughout this season where we've had the the championship winning grit come through yeah. and the Surrey game was one where it's like it's a test of how well you respond and you bounce back yeah. and that one really sort of sets up it's like no we're not done that was a real turning point I thought yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we have to give a lot of cr- lot I mean a lot of credit to people like and we we know that Tenderskart is uh, a fine leader we've known that since 2016 when he took over from uh, Foster but um, on Friday night myself and Terry managed to get to the last two tickets at the the Players Gala and it's the first time I've ever seen Anthony McGrath in the flesh because I know it went, the county ground's quite small and you see when you're there you, the players are known what can be at, at, you know 10 yards away from you but they're always behind a security banner or but just to be like, uh, obviously I didn't, didn't pester the players, not one of those people, but they're just, he was just having a chat next oh, to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about later, Terry. <laughs> but just having that, I mean, and just, he's got one of those auras and of that 
I just and then suddenly it clicked like cause on, when you see him on the YouTube videos and there's the interviews he seems quite a calm relaxed man I know the cricket didn't say many nice things about him early in, early in the season but then as soon as I saw him having a chat with somebody else it just suddenly clicked he's like he's one of these people that's, 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 a, that's a strong leader and a he's, strong character he's magnetic isn't yeah. he in terms of you know, how people respond to him when, whenever he spoke to somebody you could see like it was almost like the world around them just kind of stopped and he was the centre of attention he just kind of commands that respect and authority but in a really positive way yeah it's one of those hard things to measure isn't it because when you watch you're only ever you know so close or so far from the players and yeah. we, we talked to a couple of points in the season about the body language and whatever of the players as they're like standing around and how they're communicating but some people do just have that like presence and you can see it yeah and I think he's one of those as well that you don't get to necessarily perceive that from when you're there at the games or from the outside in but when you're up close you can actually go oh actually this guy this guy has it yeah he reminds me of um, you know when uh, England rugby team won the Grand Slam and when the players were interviewed on BBC and said they had that like they weren't arrogant or pretentious in any way they just talked with so much confidence. It's like this is why we're winners, and this is, and that's the that's what he, he when he was giving that speech. I think that's that it was that style that just reminds me of this is a guy who's out to win, right? And he's not going to be raving and or shouting or screaming at people. He's just going to be like almost ruthless in that this is how we win, and this is what expected of you. Not ruthless, but just a bad word, but relentless. Yeah, probably a better word for that. You need a little bit of ruthlessness yeah. too, though. That's that is what separates winners it is true like I mean I was talking to another sport football a guy who um, was a uh, um, he's head of the Leicester City Academy he did a recruiting of like uh, players from the academies into the into the, the under 23s the proper proper teams and he was saying you get loads and loads of 16 year olds who have got the right skills but very few have got the headstrong determinedness and that's what that's what makes them a professional sportsman is that they're, they're, they all shut everything off to, to win um, so yeah and I think that's what Essex have got they've got a group of players who will go doesn't matter what Somerset are doing doesn't matter what other things are we, we believe in ourselves and we can win this and that's, I think that's what got us over the line in the end. well it's certainly served, served us very well in terms of the T20 and the championship obviously we won't talk about um, the other competition that didn't go yeah right, let's forget so that one forget but, that one write it off but we can talk about that next season because uh, for me, I'm thinking treble, but you know. Well, next season is the second eleven cup, isn't it? Basically, because the hundred is going at the same time. So all the good players, so all the good players are out of that competition. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be lots to when we come back next year and we get look at the fixtures and how all the that competitions fart. are gonna like later on. And the championship fast next year. Not everyone's playing everybody. No, we'll no. see a very different. Um, <laughs> I think that's appalling. Championship, but. Yeah. I got just a slight touch on that before I forget. Uh, Chopper's on five live, and he was absolutely brilliant. And he, and he, it was he, either he or Dan Norcross talking that ne- if in years to come they reckon next year's championship will have an asterisk next to it whoever wins it is in like there wasn't a proper win because they might have played North Hans twice and then you know who came second that's played Surrey twice but um, anyway do it next year yep put that on the agenda yeah back to winning back to winning so talking of winning then let, let's, let's focus on the T20 so if we start with finals day and then do the overview Derbyshire yeah. snuck through it just seems the whole thing just from that, that Kent game onwards that, that trajectory it just, it just 
as soon as the game, Derbyshire game started, I thought, yep, yeah, seen this before, mm. in terms of a good thing. Yeah. And I, yeah, I suddenly just like the nerves went. I thought I was, you know, it's almost like you're waiting to win. I know it wasn't that easy, but you just had that confidence in Essex. We definitely had the momentum, like the shaky start and then ending so strongly. The finish against Lancashire to get us into yeah. finals day. There were points in the Derbyshire game. I think I can't remember if it was like thirty or thirty-five balls or something we hadn't hit a boundary on, yeah. and it felt a bit tense uh, and harder than it needed to be. Yeah. It still felt very much in our control, and we were delivering and we were gonna go over the line, but it just didn't feel like that comfortable. Yeah. At, at points. I wasn't confident at that point at all. Because it, it just it all felt just too just too slow and it was like it, it didn't look like you were you were looking at a finals day. It looked like you were looking at maybe the second innings of a championship match because it was just that sort of but if you're comfortable single two every now and again, few dot balls. Like that for me I was like, Well this could this could be a, a game changer because yeah, it was just slow and frustrating, and then it just picked up, and then the confidence came back. And well, I think that's how you're going to see Limstone's cricket from now on. If you look at how England won the World Cup, it was seeing off the power play and then absolutely going for it. And so I, w- I went to watch uh, the England Afghanistan Old Trafford, and if you if you if you were bothered watching back that game, the f- even though we got a record amount of sixes, Owen Morgan hit that fire blasting hundred. The actual first few overs were weren't anything spectacular. I think Essex and now this is probably you know everyone's saying about Harmer's way suddenly uh, now coming through everything he wants to do is now coming to fruition and it's working that's how he won the cup in the end and the first few games people sort of like either struggling to get used to it or in some apparently some of the players are like going just don't want to play that way. Well, I've got like in the championship I've always got complete faith that we can bowl any side out for a reasonable just we can make sure our batting whereas there's T twenty I think if we bat first. So if we if we bowl first and bat second, that I've got such belief in our middle order that they'll just they can they can they can take any score, and like we talked with Lancashire where Ravi and Tendo just just ramped it up a gear and got us over the line with a time to spare. Mm-hmm. So that's why I so well. I wasn't so nervous when I saw that. Cause I thought it's it's all it's all good. This is the new, this is the new way of playing, and then this is a more this is Essex really adopting what the top top teams in the world are doing. That's why I think that's why we won. I think that's why we won the. I don't think we can say that we're the best T Twenty team in the country. That's I don't, that's don't believe that's the case. case. Uh, we but we just had the best strategy in the last four games or five games. Five games. Yeah, five so, games. So, so, so. I definitely agree on finals day as well that we had the best tactics and strategy. We read the pitch well. We knew what was coming. We were flexible. Like bring in the extra spinner, just. We seem to just clock that before everyone else, yeah. and then people were scrabbling around like, "Oh, right, the way to win on this pitch is to take pace off the ball, yep. play those players that, you know, normally you'd have Porter in that twenty twenty side, and you'd expect the seam and the move." Yeah. But we were just like, "No, like that's not going to work." Yeah. Admittedly, he didn't have the best like semi final game. So take him out, bring on the slow balls like. Lawrence opening the bowling like you were never going <laughs> to no. predict that going into it but there you go and that set us up like we just had that yeah. read on it to really push over the line but what a debut in age are they mm. 
first over yeah I was thinking like sort of what I expected from her I think, you think he's young he's 25 years old so is he? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been around for a while <laughs> but, um, he doesn't but, look young though then taking three wickets is like well oh, done he, he, he was he it's was a huge response wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. that first really over is. I think uh, a lot of people had nerves in their first sort of over or, or spell well it's his first time in the, his first game in the limited overs first team I believe in front of 25,000 people you know and they were not, rowdy yeah the, the, the pressure must have been enormous so to keep his head on yeah, on Sky Sports on Sky Sports yeah I was just going to say yeah, yeah. So. you know I think, I think that's really really commendable yeah it seems that whenever Sky Sports turn up either we play really well or it rains so we just want Sky Sports all the time <laughs> really yeah you look at it that way and it's like oh we'll never lose with Sky come on down more they're a veritable rabbit's foot for us so Okay, so in terms of let, let let's let's just focus on um, on the individual successes of the day because as you know you were saying um, before we started the podcast, you know, um, Harmer has been lauded by but pretty much every media platform that exists and has had loads mm-hmm. and loads of coverage and you know obviously fantastic leadership, fantastic performance on the day, mm-hmm. but other players that we think have done really really well so should we start with Lawrence yeah I mean like just I did I would never have expected that like decision it was a real shocker wasn't it you know and I think yeah he had some nerves as well because there were a few wobbly balls balls, in there um but did really well kept his composure took a couple of wickets throughout the day like good job yeah yeah I think it is just that that self belief, isn't it? Because mm. yeah, it's sort of being you know thrown the. It must have been a bit about the blue. You're in the dressing room, and then the captain goes, "Right, you're opening bowling." Like, uh, oh, sh- oh, okay. you know, I do you, I do what you say, but I'm a bit shocked you, by you that. You like brush the, your ears a bit, and you say, "Opening the batting, you mean?" <laughs> no, 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 bowling, son. Yeah, because he hadn't bowled since the One Day Cup. Am I right? Oh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, he can bowl. We, um, I think. Well, we- <laughs> We know that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, it, it I was such such a wonderful display, especially after the between the matches when various Sky commentators was basically having a go at Essex. Um, I thought it was yeah, fantastic. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah. a bit a bit later. Um, another interesting choice, Delport. Well, bowling. Mm. I did not know Delport. I didn't know he could bowl. Either. I didn't know he could bowl. I thought he was just a you know, not in a horrible way, but a, a one trick pony. You know, batting is his thing, and yeah. yeah. Go big or go home go batting home style. Batting. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> I was a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's like village cricket, isn't it? Like one, that one guy who just... He can't bowl, but he just, he's, bored of, he's bored of fielding. And he goes, come on, skip up. Give me a go. It's like... You give him a go, like, ooh. Not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when was the last time you were in the nets? Oh, a few months ago? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks it's like it. before <laughs> you're going to get three wickets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do you think the forehand though, for the preparation, they were just going right everyone in the nets? Because we've got to have as many options as possible. Like Delport in the nets, Lawrence in the nets. Not it's not just about your batting, you've got You know how like um so like when Fletcher became England coach and it was like and the, ch- the mood changed, didn't it? To what to the cricket you're now seeing today, whereas like it, even um like Phil Tufnell was being told, right, you're you are you're going the nets to bat. Because we need you to be able to, yeah. and and so you think T Twenty is now going right. Everyone, 
Sam Cooke said that you know, he works very hard on his batting, which is why he did that, that great innings a few months ago. But see, now it's like the T20s going, right, I know you're signed for your batting, but just make sure you bowl in the net. So if we do, we do need a part-time off spinner, you've got, you've, you're in form and you're not, just, you're not going to have a, a loosener. I, don't, I mean, I'm speculating completely, but... I wouldn't be surprised. I think we're seeing more and more in the modern game that we're getting less specialists. And yeah. people who can, you know, perform in all areas. Like, yeah. you know, you think back to early 2000s, late 90s, you had specialist fielders. Yeah, yeah. You know, John T. Rhodes. Like, that's gone now. Unless you can deliver in multiple aspects of the game, you, you're not getting called up. Yeah. And, you know, we had a trend of try and pick as many all-rounders as possible to, yeah. to perform. And I think, yeah, you're right. Like, a lot of them will be like, your your main job is batsman, but you're gonna be expected to bowl every now and then. And yeah. Just offer something different. Yeah. We've got to talk about that catch. Oh, that was special. Wita. Yeah. Oh, I think he's. I think he's that, that, that was the hero. that was the moment of the day. Apart from the win. <laughs> Apart from the win, that was that was the highlight of the day. That was spectacular. I don't think Wita's been getting enough commentaries about his performances the last few games. No. He's been he's. Really coming to his own. Uh, he's been, I think, he's been spectacular. One of Essex's key players. I know he's already a key player of Essex, and I don't think he just worried his place in the team. But he doesn't get. I don't think he gets enough praise. Do you remember right back at the start? You know, we were talking about Foster being big shoes to fill. Yeah. We had White coming in on load because of the injury. We were kind of Wheater or Pepper because they both kind of felt deserving. And yeah, yeah. I think he's really cemented that he's number one. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he he's chipped in with the with the bat quite handily a few times, and you've seen it with that catch. Like he can really keep. Mm-hmm. You you trust him behind those stumps that he's gonna like have a good set of control and leadership behind there to help the team. Yeah, I, I think I think he's getting better and better. He's not what he's in his twenties, isn't he? So I think mm. he's really come. He's re- he's really matured this season. As a not that he was bad before, but now you you're looking you. You're not in awe of it, but you're like mesmerised. There's a level of respect there. There's, there's, there's an esteem and respect, and I think if you're looking at the team and you're looking at future leaders, whereas before his name might not have been in like consideration, mm-hmm. he's starting to you know push his case. You know, yeah. And at, at some point in time, you know, Cook's gonna go, Tendo's gonna go, some of the older, more experienced heads are going to leave and he might be one you go vice captain in a couple of yeah. years give it a give it a spell and then you know see where you go from there yeah so I turn to Rita then Sam Cook's bowling we're going to the Somerset game or? we're going to go to oh, the Somerset game oh I've jumped I've jumped jumped ahead of my notes apologies <laughs> I'm just so excited that's all I can't help it I'm not going to be organised today guys I apologise right. I'm just too excited okay so we're going, we're going to Somerset we're going to go into Somerset we're going to go into Somerset we, we, we know how the 2020 ended yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, exactly we don't need to dwell on that was a good celebration though it, it was well, we one thing we were, we were going to talk about the small club comment I think we just we oh, just yeah. meant yeah. down Actually, what let's, meant let's just go back to that before we move on to Somerset Somerset will hold there's loads to say. Um, so the small club comment, Palmer. Not talking about the ground size. 
not talking about the ground size. Absolutely. I can't. I'm surprised not. how many people are going. Oh, he must talk the ground size. No, no. Essex fans no. saying it. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's talking about the. He's about the fact that we don't get enough enough respect for how good a team we are. Well, that links into the comments that were made on Sky. Yeah. Um, it was which, disappointing. Which I, I I remember I tweeted about because it was quite a few horrible. likes. Yeah, quite a few likes there. Thank you very much for the support. Um, no, really seriously unimpressed about the presentation of of Essex in a variety of ways. The the fact that we're we're not a small club and we've proven that. Mm. Um, but also that I mean the comment about, I, about Essex Chavs. I find uh, being someone who lives in Essex and from Essex, I find the a level of prejudice against people from Essex that's acceptable in society, I find a bit un, unsavoury. The fact that people can come, you say from Essex, and they can just start doing mimicking caricatures and, and labelling you as racist. And, and it's fine, you're meant to, you're meant to accept it, because that's, that's the Essex man or Essex girl look. We're all, all pr- promiscuous. And actually look at the county, and we've got areas in that standing beauty, we've got the Stockbroker Belt, it's, it's not a cheap place to live. Um, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's a beautiful county. But if you, if you imagine if Durham in the final, and you had someone who was, I don't know who Durham's rivals are uh, in cricket, um, so far north. Lancashire. It's Lancashire, right? And you had an ex-Lancashire captain, like James, James Anderson, and he goes, oh, what do you think of, and he interjects with a joke about how they're all uh, unemployed miners, and laughs about it, right? Or they're they're all poor or whatever that or whatever that the, one of the the the, the, the tropes from the from the minor yeah. strikes about what the, having to eat, uh, you know. That would be seen as outrageous. It would. They would go like, "I know you came from, but you can't say that live on Sky Sports, in front of how many people watch the T Twenties finals." Whereas to call Essex, just I know he's doing it as a joke. I'm not. I don't think he's he's anti Rob Key's anti Essex. But I don't think you'd be allowed by shouting, "Oh, they're all chavs, Whatever you said, I don't think. It, I I find it. Un, I I don't, I don't like the fact that that scene is like, oh, it's a joke. Leave it at that, and no, ignore the fact that actually us here living here, we find it uncomfortable, and I find it puts the whole county back by the fact that we just have to put up. We expected to put up with the fact that we're we're downtrodden. It's inappropriate, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's finals day. It's a celebration. You don't need to make those kinds of comments. Yeah. You know, you're right. The 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 stereotypes around Essex do go above and beyond a level of acceptance yeah. for other people. I think when we're gonna escape it eventually, but we're not gonna escape it for a while. Yeah. Especially as things like you know Towie and stuff <laughs> are so prevalent and things like you're darned if you do and you're darned if you don't. Really, depending on your view. Of certain bits and pieces, but the finals day is just like just celebrate cricket. Yeah, yeah. Don't, sure. don't say those kind of things. And the whole small club thing, like now we've got that championship title with yeah. the, what the eighth most successful team ever. Yeah. Um. That opinion is going to change. Whilst we're still at Fortress Chelmsford, I don't think we're ever going to be seen as cricketing elite, rightly or wrongly, but. I think people will start actually respecting the quality of Essex. Yeah, but I think that the the terms of the, the, the chances of the ground, I, I do. I think I reckon we could double it and we'll still sell it out. Uh, maybe not thirty pounds a ticket, but 
I think with the the hundred and the way things are going, I can't see us ever being given the, the rules ever allowing Essex to expand that stadium. To I don't think it's I don't think it's financially viable anymore. Now we, now the main the main competition has been taken away from the small clubs. Like you've got Laws putting in putting two new stands up, on the um, nursery end. You've got the Oval of revamping. Um, the Peter May stand putting a brand another tier up there, you know, taking to thirty for thirty thousand capacity. Old Trafford's just redone itself. Uh, I I can't I can't see how the directors at Essex would could look at the, and I think you could easily redo the ground. You've got the space. You need you need to knock. Well, you, the bit with the Tom Pierce stand is you knock all that down. And you build a proper a proper grandstand on them, probably reincorporating a pavilion into it, and then you can start redeveloping the pavilion is with another stand. And you've got two big stands and then three little bits because you can't put the flats behind them. Yeah. But there's a there's only parkway behind those stands, and so no one's going to complain about the lack of light and stuff. But that's going to cost millions, and I can't see the returns now. So I, I think it'd just be nice if people sort of understood that a bit more and gave us a bit more respect because we are, as I said, we're a very successful club. And this team, you've got how many other how many other squads can seventy five percent of their team have two championship winners medals in their on their mantelpiece? So. Yeah, back to positives. Back to, okay, well, I think we've, we've made our point and we've made it clear. So, moving on, let's go back to, so, some seven. Yeah, so Sam Cook's bowling. Sam Cook's bowling. Uh, it's probably the best bowling performance I've ever seen, including being a test match. I, I've, I, there's just a, it, it, it's a great example of it's not all about pace. I mean, he's, he's like Porter, I think. I said last last time that I think the reason Paul's never get played England is not quite fast enough. I think Sam Cook's the same category, uh, just for that step up the Test match cricket. But just to be at that sort of eight seventy nine eighty miles an hour mark, and just put it line and length, and having a, after what seven eight overs having a Conny rate under one, it's just it was such brilliant bowling from a from a player who's only it's his first full season. He only had he he, you know, um, he played a few games last season. He played one game in our last, so he only just earned his medal in the last time so I think uh, he's what so he's just kind of university he's about 23, 24 uh, we've got I think we've got a bowling we've got Aaron who's how old is Aaron but in his 20 20 odd early 20s I think it? he's like 21 21 can you go to uni no 21, 22 yeah, so you've got, you got, you got so you've got four bowlers in there just hit not even quite got to their mid 20s yet Yeah. you've got a bowling attack there assuming he'll stay fit and healthy for another they can stay. They're gonna. They're not even at the peak yet. So you think you late twenties when you peak, isn't it? So you've got a bowling tax and only going to improve for the next four or five years. So we've got a fantastic bowling unit uh, coming up, and I think Sam Cook. I'm uh, sorry for Aaron. I think he's brilliant. I uh, really, really like his bowling. It's, uh, I know you've talked to him because of the mm. uh, you know, professional life, but yes. um, he seems like a really nice guy. But I, just, I think Sam Cook's pipped it now. I think um, Sam and. Jamie are my opening choice. It'd be interesting to see them when Siddle comes back of who um who drops. So I would I would I would drop Porter now. For Siddle. Ooh, I wouldn't cool. want to drop Jamie Porter, I think he's brilliant, but I think it, we might potentially change. I think it's gonna be very like, if things go as like, as expected and Harmer plays a, for a bit more for England. Are you think Harmer would pick for England? I do. I don't know how an much. I don't know what role he'll be, but the man's taken eighty wickets in the county championship season. <laughs> He's eligible to play at Test level. Someone's going to call him. To play <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know who, 
but someone's going to call someone's him. Someone's going to. So if he goes, I think we might change and go back to a more seam-heavy approach. Oh, you should have three. Yeah, so yeah, but you still got, you can still only have two openers, can't you? Yeah. So who who's in the right? So we're in April two thousand twenty. Now, Siddler's going to be your the first ball bold, right? Yeah. Okay, so who's going to take the second over in your choice? We home or away? Uh, we always seem to wait at Hampshire, so... Away at Hampshire, second <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> Given how this one went this time around and we lost by aliens. <laughs> Disciplined. He's going to bring it in. I still think Porter. Think Porter? Yeah. But oh, okay. On just the current, I've heard it see it goes on the training ground and stuff, which is where you should pick them from. But from match form, I I'll go Sam Cook. Based on that bowling, is just utterly incredible. I think Cook and Beard are, are guaranteed in the in the team. I agree with you. I think that um Cook would sorry Beard would be my third choice or even fourth choice spinner. Uh, Seamer, sorry. If you have if you pick. The problem is that not many of them can bat. Is that's that's a big letdown, isn't it? Because then you got then you got a Siddle can bat. Yeah, you can bat. Uh, you got yeah, I just think you've got the three-man tail then, which in modern cricket is a bit, bit long. But, um. I love making these predictions about next year. I'm getting excited again. Oh, that's one of those fast-forward six months. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, like, it's too let's, long. Let's it's too long. Let's and get yeah. back into the season. But I think you're right. Like Cook's performance against Somerset was just so disciplined. It yeah. was just what was needed. Because that's a very hard game to go into everything's on the line the championship isn't won it's not like previous where we've won with a game mm-hmm. or two mm. to go and it's spinner's wicket it's spinner's wicket notoriously poor wicket as well so you, you, you just don't know what you're doing and you've got the rain so you don't know if you're going to be in for two hours or in for a day you've got to be constantly switched on and you've got to make the most of everything that comes your way because yeah. who knows what's going to happen and to do that I think it was a really good like performance from him. Mm-hmm. I think if you take if you take who's the best ball in that game, and you don't do the lazy approach of looking at wickets column and then going and choosing that that person, which I, which I don't know is the, is the easiest way when you most websites do it. But just tend to look at the uh, con- economy rates and uh, and wickets taken and, and uh, average at which they were taken. I think Sam was the best bowler in the in, given that it was a, it was such a spinner's wicket. Have a seam bowler, I think, bowl like that was incredible. Imagine him on a lovely flat grass top, freshly, freshly, freshly rolled pitch. Yeah, be um, looking forward to it. So I think Surrey away next year will be Sam Cook's time. You were saying earlier, geez, about um, who would have predicted that Lawrence would open the bowling. You should put a bet down. Second ever championship. Yeah. Second ever championship, Sam Cook. Yeah, I reckon. Can you get those sort of bets? I don't know. I don't know. Are, <laughs> I'm sure it is quite niche. Go, go sure Cook to it. open. Cook to open? Cook to open. I just think it's a bit of fun. And then six months we can go, right, where's that slip? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, but wow, the outcome we wanted. So... Everyone's saying, like, oh, we did it the Essex way. Like, no, 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 the Essex way is winning several games in advance. Yes, this is true. <laughs> yeah. This is not the Essex way at all. We won Division 2 well, a month ago. We won Division yeah. 1 a few games ago. We did not, not a nervy last hour. No. I didn't even get to see... Because I had 
meetings in the afternoon. So I was like every now and again just sneaking a look at my phone. Basically, I was looking at the text messages going backwards and forwards between you two, oh, and, then gauge, and then gauging what was going on because I couldn't. How nervous were you that that last hour hour and a half? Oh, I I stopped working. I I couldn't concentrate. Yeah. I stopped working. Just got um, Sky Sports on the iPad. iPad. It was just that spell yeah. where, because we were we were something like a hundred and four for one, and then we went to a hundred and forty one yeah. all out, but losing the last seven, the like six or seven was a real collapse. It, they lost, came quick. We lost the last. Mm-hmm. I've got the notes in front of me, but we lost the last seven wickets in ninety minutes, which includes a tea break. Yeah. yeah. And your message came to me saying, "This is this is over." It was, it was absolutely unplayable. Yeah. yeah, the ball was just moving all over the place. Because we had an hour and a half left, didn't we? And I thought with the way that Van der Murta and um, Leach were bowling, I thought if we lose Cook and Brown easily, that that that's that's it. Because the other, I don't think our batsmen. Are particularly used to to bowling or batting on that sort of pitch. I know Cook's been there and done it in India and stuff, and uh, but not you know. Yeah, I was just I was following the commentaries and like the comments across like uh, Cricket Info and BBC, and they were all saying like the Essex batsmen have got out doing the right thing. Yeah. That it just tells you like how bad it's going sideways. Yeah. That it was performing. You know, if you're playing the right shot with the right time and everything else, and you're still getting done by it, there's nothing you yeah. can do. There's, there's, there were a couple, um, I think actually when Somerset were batting, I thought, because everyone was saying they've produced always oh, a bad pitch because it's spinning so much. I said, well, you've got three top quality spinners, you've got Bess, Van der Murta, who actually didn't bowl that well in the Essex second innings, and then Leach, why not? What plays your, plays your advantages? Yeah, of course. The, what, bothered me was the variable bounce is that there were some balls that harm were bowling I know he's got the variation ball where he he uh, is, is, it's equivalent of a seaman bowling cross seam um, that goes straight on and stuff but there was one where he bowled he was just bowling his stock in trade spin ball and I can't remember who it was to but anyway the, one of them bounced nicely up as you expect from a first uh, first class pitch and the other one there's had to drop the bat because it just skidded along the bottom like you see in village cricket. I thought village cricket's fine because you got some amateur doing it on Saturday morning. But yeah, but that that's when I thought maybe the pitch just um, either the rain had got underneath, underneath the wicket and it was quite causing problems, or they had pushed it a bit too far and what's what what should yeah. be allowed at professional cricket. That's when it gets dangerous when you get when you got bounce you can't rely on. That's when it gets a bit dangerous. Isn't it? But wins a win. But wins mm-hmm. win. So congratulations to Essex. Um, and I think the answer to the question of do we deserve it, because we asked this several times, possibly not so much in terms of the T20, in terms of the I don't overall... Think you no, 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 I'm finished. Sorry. Sorry. In terms of the overall, I think the push at the end, absolutely, but we aren't the best. We are the best in terms of championship cricket, though. It's a tender, isn't it? He said on some was it cricket info or something? Yeah. He said it's easy to say we're the best team in there country and yeah you win you win the league it's a tough league it is championship's not an easy thing to, I mean you've got I know Somerset and Essex tore away over the end but you haven't got you've got four or five very good teams in, the, in Division yeah. 1 but I think Hampshire we're, we're unlucky yeah. like, a lot can be said for them I think they're the team to beat beside us next year yeah like, so they're, they're our main competition TMS predicted for next season they predicted us us Somerset Surrey 
Ham and Hampshire as as being the people to that will have the best chance of winning it. They reckon there'd be next year's season be UCS because it's now a now it's a ten team division with this ridiculous format. You'll see uh they they said they'll see you see a two tiers. It's like you have in the Premier League a few seasons so ago. Like Where's the top four? Just four teams who just dis- who just dis- and so he thinks we're gonna teams at like Essex teams like South are gonna s- destroy like the Northampton. You've seen very one sided games, which you haven't really seen. I know we've, we've won by an innings a few games, but you don't you haven't seen it last few years. You've not seen it consistently for a while. Yeah. Well. well, I think it's probably now a good time to move on to um, our favourite moments of the season. Um, so start with your own. Somerset at home, when one we 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 tore them apart. And I thought, for me going to that game, it was like these are the two best teams in the championship. If if we can beat Somerset. I think we've got. Well, I think it was if we can beat Somerset here and take points off them rather than gaining points. It makes sense. We've got a chance of them winning it. But then, just how well we did it, I thought that's why I thought we're better than Somerset. We're the best team in the country, and the best team wins. I know it's ups and downs, but nine times out of ten, the best team wins. I thought we're the best team in the country, and it paid out. So that's what I thought was that for me it was like just like a relaxing moment that we're going to win the league. Good choice. Good choice. Cheese. Lancashire like final over in the 2020 just just pinging it around the, the ground for six and, and seeing us home definite highlight um, and that comes from a man who doesn't care about 2020 <laughs> at <Yeah>. all but <laughs> just to have that explosiveness and to, to keep the story going like the Cinderella run I thought was a, a really good moment um, doing over Hampshire after they did us over for the first game was also very very enjoyable yeah excellent well for me because i always love uh i love it when we beat sorry at home so i'd say winning um winning against sorry by an innings of our 40 runs yeah pretty special performance so that would be my, my, one of my highlights uh, apart from obviously final day of the um t20 because i don't think i've um Leapt out of a, a seat. Was that the World Cup final again, wasn't it? It was. A bit it, tense. was it was. <laughs> it was very tense. It was very tense. But I didn't hug my back this time. Yeah. Last time. There you go. Very sad, I know. But okay, well, so we don't have our favourite ones um, of the season. It's been a fantastic season. There's always about it. Um, do we want to talk about any of the players' futures? We've kind of touched on that earlier. I was thinking. Of, my, 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 my thoughts are because obviously I've got to have the photograph with mm-hmm. the uh, the um, with the trophy and with uh, Sir Alistair um, just thinking about Cook's you got, future you've both trophies didn't you I got pictures of both yeah so thank you guys so, so thank you Sir Alistair very much for that so you got a picture with him and uh, I got a picture with the T20 Aaron with, uh, with Aaron yeah with Aaron, Aaron, Aaron sorted that one out for me so nice. thank you Mr Beard yeah he is absolutely delightful I've just got to, just, just got to talk about Friday just a, just a little bit yeah, sure. it, it was such a warm atmosphere and in terms of just the fact that I felt really sorry for the players because they were you know we talked about they were spread out all over the all over the room um, so each one was allocated to a table um, so the sponsor wasn't it it was, it was yeah it was a sponsor thing and I get that and you know you've got to you've got to make the sponsors happy, you know, they, 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 they put the money in and you know, there are certain expectations around, you know, the experience they have on the night. But I just thought, oh, they, 
be nice if they just all sat together and I was, I was expecting to see maybe a player's table but fair play to them they were really really welcoming um you know you're saying you don't harass the players I, I absolutely do and I I should apologize for it but I'm not going to um because you know that they're, they're all they're all so friendly and welcoming so players whose ears I bent on Friday I'll apologize for this a little just a little bit Simon Harmer Ryan Tenderscarter Aaron Beard but you know he chatted to me loads as well so we'll, that, that's that's fine um who else who else ears did I bend uh Shane Snater Shane Snater sorry about that dear um but but you know he he, he held up the table he was a really good host actually he's a nice guy a really nice guy um but but what a fantastic evening you know that that is going to go down in for me yeah. as one of the the highlights of you know whatever. Well, how how knew who you were? How many? Oh yeah, I feel I should explain the the tweets where we said I said yeah on the end. Um, now whether or not he remembers it after Friday because there were there was a lot of um, alcoholic beverages consumed, so he might not remember it the day after. But when I spoke to Simon Harmer, he said you're the podcast girl, yeah, and that. Probably has just made my life. Should be down your part of the season. Uh, yeah, that actually, <laughs> to be fair, I take, I take, uh, I take sorry back. That was it. So thank you, Mr. Harmer. You made a, a, a nearly forty-year-old lady very happy. So there you go. Cool. Very good. You do signings, don't you? Yeah. Also not signings. Or... No, well, you I was talking about Alistair. Um, in terms of Alistair Cook. Oh, you're hating me here next season. He yeah. said loads of times. He yeah. said, yeah, no. At least one more year is what he said. Whether he sees yeah, whether he sees his entire contract out, may or may not do. You know, he, I think he's one of these players that, you know, doesn't doesn't need to play this. He doesn't need the money. He's got his farm, which can't be said, easy to run. But he said he wanted to support Tenzo and trying to get the the third one. Yeah, well, he, he apparently he, he really enjoys playing with his, his squad of players. So I think as long as his mates stay with him, um, they sound like they're, so apparently Tendo woke up on uh, Friday morning with, with Alistair sleeping on his shoulder and stuff so they sound pretty close <laughs> oh, apparently what, apparently I was going to say let's get where we go with this because it's our room and stuff apparently what happened is they, they all drank on the team bus on the way back and then instead of going to a club or a bar they went and sat and drinking on the outfield and they just talked about uh, how much this team means to them and stuff like that and he was saying how you don't, they didn't Although it was a heavy night, it wasn't like a like a wild partying yeah. night. It was just about the togetherness and bonding. Bond, yeah. yeah, and then they they obviously passed out because he woke up in his whites. So. I thought that was lovely. Such a cute tweet. Yeah. So, yeah, this is that's what I mean, that's what uh, for. He's 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 liked playing with his friends, and I think as long as that vibe stays at the club, then um, I can't don't see why he would stop playing. Yeah. Anyone else that we're in? in that we think might be, you know, sort of imminently. Ravi's gone. Yeah. I think so. Well, I think he played for a. I think he played for the Blast. Played for the Blast, I think. But he'll be in. He won't. Because he said that in. He's the, only really interested in Whiteboard now, isn't he? Well, yeah, I think he just wants to earn as much money as he can. Just fair enough. Um, I reckon you'll see him playing, trying to get in the IPL. you try and get in the Big Bash. you try and get in the CPL. If this Euro thing farce doesn't. He might, he might even be able to go around playing Canada. Yeah. In the, cause they, they, they've got some. It's professional now, isn't it, in Canada? Mm. Uh, so I think you'll see him playing the Blast for Essex, and that be it. He'll be given a Blast contract. It'll be the same as um, a lot of players, yeah. I don't know. Part of me thinks we may have seen the last of... Or gone, gone. Yeah. 
just the way he phrased some of his comments about you know it being signed but you can't talk about it this right. and the other that kind of wording normally comes with I've signed for someone else because the the legal dates don't allow me to talk about it yet I can't say yeah. it but apparently, apparently they're very close he's very close to Tendo so I'd love him to stay but yeah. yeah he's an asset and he's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, Matt's the club as well. Also, yeah. he, he, from a wanting the club to grow perspective, he's a massive bridge into um, into that East London newer market. Mm. Apparently, they, the, the when he has the school visits, the kids love him because he's like he's a local hero and stuff. And that's a, that I, if if I if I think of what was I what what I'd be worried about if I was CEO of Essex, it'd be that it's that it's that area of London, going with the especially with the hundred. I'm now sports sorry. Yeah. Because it's easy to get to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in London. Otherwise, you know, I don't think many people in Newham identify with the city, city of Chelmsford. They probably see that as proper Essex. But they're just historically Essex. Like, you know, when you were growing up, didn't you? Like, we're yeah. Did you see yourself as Essex? No, no. I very much saw myself as a Londoner growing yeah. up. Um, even though literally where I lived was technically Essex. Yeah, it's old Essex. Historic, 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 historic Essex, yeah. 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 But, but no... So that's what that's what I'd be really mass ashamed to see him leave. But I'd be gutted. But yeah. Given the fact that he's been such a, you know, a key figure, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 con- he's he's a he's a constant in the club. He is. It's gonna be sad, in part, watching this club over like the next five years or so because we do have just a couple of aging players and just a couple who, like like Cuckoo done everything in their career so they are gonna go and it it will be a bit hard with some of them you know letting them leave the team but you can't stand in the way of it and I think Bapara might be one that as much as it'd be a pleasure to have him in and around the team and the experience and stuff he brings he wants to make money he wants to something different do, do something different and it might just be you know time to start preparing for this little transition period we will yeah. be moving into you never know you might come back in five years time and see his career out of Essex yeah. but after he's done his made his money can be a coach or something yeah well I'm sure there'll be more speculation and conversations just like this next season yeah I mean my, my, my big concern is about Harmer leaving so they've already announced what have they announced it right I'm I'm absolutely certain that Sid will sign a contract next year. Mm. I'm not sure if it's been officially announced or not, but I'm pretty certain it's been signed a contract for next season. Uh, so he's going to be our overseas player. With what's coming up at the end of October, if the if the visa rules change in this country because of us leaving the European Union, and it means that Colpac players now no longer qualify for UK work visas as... as, as, as um, Home employed, or I don't know what the visa is called. But yeah, then he becomes an overseas player. That means you've only got an option of you only have one in the squad, and Sid has already signed the contract, and so that would be him Go having on. to be. And then another kind of another counter come in saying he'd be our overseas player. So that's what that's what I'm that's my my main concern is is things that are almost like out out of our hands that and whatever work is get worked out at Westminster in a few weeks time. Well, we'll certainly still be staying active on Twitter anyway, won't we? Yeah. In the in the off season, so 
that's something that we can you know be talking about later um we'll talk about end on a sad point oh no, no yeah sorry i'm sure it'd be fine no it'd be great we can talk you know what do you reckon transport wise do you see any big moves in and out uh, i think we'll uh, i think the win will make us i think because the wind's on sky sports and they obviously broadcast it to their partners like fox over in uh fox and um abc around the world i think people are having all wessex and then I think we're going to see our overseas or marquee signings for the last next season. I think we. I wouldn't be surprised if we get some, some big names in. Yeah, depending on our finances, but I think that I think we. I wouldn't be surprised if you get like household names, being signed at Chelmsford next season. Not that. The players weren't good. This you know, that Delport and stuff were great, but I think I reckon we just we'll be attractive now to the. To the likes of, you know, the ones who just do the. Who do the T Twenty circuits yeah. around the world? Yeah. So. Well, we certainly put ourselves on the map this season. And unless either of you have got anything to add. I'd be nice if people tweet us in they, the next season. Anything they want us to. Yeah. Yeah. Do or don't don't do. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, I think when we first started this season, we didn't. We've said it quite a lot, but we didn't expect any of this. We thought we'd just be us three. Talking to ourselves and doing it a bit of fun yeah not having players know who we are not having BBC exposure um, and all of that so well, they want us back for the next season it's, yeah it's, it's just been a wonderful first season like like doing this yeah. and hopefully next year we carry on do some wild stuff you know a live like, stream from I still like your idea of, um, yeah. of yeah just doing it live from the ground one day just sat one the stands I think we, we need to put the caveat in now. By the oh, way, we're going to ask for permission. Yeah, no, no, of course we'll ask permission. We'd have to, wouldn't we? Because I'm not getting in trouble. Or there's some trees overlook the ground. I'll sit up there with some binoculars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking more along the lines of early the, our early podcast um, episodes were in loud places with clinking glasses and drunks. If we do <laughs> oh, no. broadcast from the ground, do not expect... Um, there to be the same kind of sound quality that we uh, yeah. we're enjoying now. Maybe so. we should take us on the road again. Get get back to another rowdy pub. I, would lo- I, would, our roots. I was really tempted, and because I, I mean I had a few glasses of of of, uh, of champagne after the tea. I was like tweet, like you know, on the Thursday, just tweeting like, oh, we're in the uh, railway tavern. Just come and join us. We we'll live stream fans from there. But I thought that's the, the, a bit adventurous. This us and one person turns out. I was like, right, hi, <laughs> intimate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'd like to think that we might have had a few people down, but regardless, I think I think we do need to say a massive thank you to everyone who's supported us this season so yeah. far. So, obviously Essex, BBC, and all the listeners. I think to be honest, it's mainly the, the people on Twitter. It's the Twitter, yeah, that, that's why I said to the last bit. Yeah. So, yeah. That's okay. Start as we, yeah. uh, we fin- uh, end as we started. Yeah. Josie talking over Terry. Um, but no, thank you very much for the, all the interactions. Do stay with us. Um, and um, obviously, we'll let you know when the first episode of season two April is it? Will be April. Will be coming out. Um, until then, though, thank you very much. So long. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>